What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Brad, Elden Ring really does have a hold on me, and I don't <laughs> know when I'm going to be free from it. I haven't been able to play it as much as I would like to, because I'm also balancing Gran Turismo simultaneously, and I'm playing a lot of Gran Turismo, um, which is unfortunate, because when I every time I do play Elden Ring, it's... It remains, you know, remarkably engaging. And when I'm done playing Elden Ring, and especially like if I play it right before I go to bed, I then spend the next hour thinking about Elden Ring and just like <laughs> thinking about different things to do and, and try. I, I'm still super early into the game. Um, I just ventured down in the Sophia Riverwell to actually do stuff in there for the first time. Not sure what I'm supposed to do because I already met up with Blythe and he's just like, oh, you can go do something else if you want. I'm like, but it seems like there's a lot to check out down here. Like, I feel like I want there to is. see what's going there on. Is, there is a lot to check out down there. I uh, I didn't get I, – I it's, it's so weird because you say you're early in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very much not early in the game. But I only just unlocked that area because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to progress too quickly. And I need to like level up and do other stuff. So let me let me let me go back to this quest. And I only just unlock that area. <laughs> See, we're just play <laughs> we're just playing in different sequences then, basically. So yeah, man, yeah. But I uh, I I finally beat a a boss that is really really annoying, right? Mm-hmm. Like the bosses in Elden Ring, like I said last time, like they're not difficult in a sense. That's like. I can't figure it out. I know what to do, but the bosses hit like trucks. And in this specific case, uh, every time this boss, it's an optional boss, but she has a katana and I'm on a quest to get every katana. Uh, she, every time she hits you, she siphons your life. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's like a very, it's like a weird push and pull. And I've done this a couple of times and then I'm like, all right, well, I gotta, I gotta try something else because, like, I can't really rely on the kindness of strangers because not everybody. I, I did once, and that person just Leroy Jenkins themselves, and <laughs> and, and and they just all they did was feed her health. You know I feel I mean? like I feel like that's an anomaly. Like, obviously, like you can't predict who you're gonna end up with, but I've had I've had more success, um, with with randos than I, you would imagine that I have in this game. So, yeah, yeah, I usually do, but this particular person I'm like, all right, like we got to we got to kind of you know, and there's no there's no speaking, right? So it's yeah. kind of like an unwritten rule like, all right, like you if I bring you in here, you know how the fight is. Like let's go, right? And they just run head first into the into the giant woman with the giant sword. And it's just um yeah, so I had to I had to get a, a an Ash of War that kind of mimics your character. So mm-hmm. basically, there's two of you, and then I had to level that up, and then I had to level my sword up, and then it's just like we got to be relentless, and you can't like, and you got to hope that your mimic is 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 like goes all in because like you don't want her to be you don't want the mimic to be like a source of a food source for her, right? You know what I mean? So. But I finally did it. I finally did it. I wanted to do it before Johnny, but uh, <laughs> he beat me to it by a day. Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, man, I'm having fun just like 
killing bosses, man, because now now I'm uber powerful, right? I'm not mm-hmm. uber powerful, but I'm pretty fucking powerful. I'm like like level one ninety two or some shit like that. Like I am, I am. Uh, I'm not afraid to go anywhere now. I still might get my ass handed to me, mm-hmm. but I'm not afraid to go anywhere. I'm not going to get one shot. Got that health bar that's stretching across the screen now and yeah, all man. shit. So. <laughs> yeah, man. I got a bunch of talismans that that that, that siphon uh, 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 health from enemies when I hit them and when I kill them. And yeah, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of you, game. No, I'm not, a, not afraid of you, game. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Well, see, and that fortunately for me, like I, I can stay with it for like a long chronological time just because I am kind of pacing my way through it a little bit. I'm, but I'm the same way with GT, man. Like when I get sucked in the GT there, I have had multiple sessions so far in GT seven where I have just played for like four or five hours in a row, which for me is abnormal. Like I'm no, I'm normally not able to sit up and, and be in one place for that long. Um, game's really good, man. Feels good controls well there's a lot of stuff to do haven't like i said i I still need to i still need to venture into the online stuff a little bit more than i am right now um i get tilted in gt online because there's always like one or two people that race like assholes that that race (laughs) like this is fucking forza and it's not um and so like when someone like when you're on like a fucking like like on a good lap and someone just like you know, bumps you around a corner and you spin like it just it's it sends you on make a tilt like immediately because <laughs> it's because it's because it's stupid because it's usually someone like die bombing you that has no chance of making the corner. But they think that some <laughs> they think that somehow they have like magic breaking ability that they can, you know, come to stop on a dime and, and turn on even on an even tighter on an even tighter dime. It's it's insane. It's insane to me. Well, um, you know, it's it's all arcade racing, man. Like people, people But it's not arcade racing. Like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. I'm not saying GT I'm not saying GT is. I'm saying yeah. it's all the arcade racing that that gamers are accustomed to, right? Like they're not used to simulation racing, right? Mm-hmm. Because like I don't know much about racing, but but uh my my wife is from uh, uh just outside of Daytona and and we were we were going to go to this NASCAR thing and and it's like there's a science to it, man. It's not just like people just run, you know, looping around a track. Like there's, there is, it's a team sport and there's, there's yeah. different skills that are needed, but people aren't used to that. People are used to burnout. Woo. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's the struggle. So, so since I'm like, since I'm not good, like I'm in like the lower ranks and GT also has like a sportsmanship rating. Right. So like, you know, if you if you drive like a goddamn fool, like your sportsmanship rating will get knocked down. So you'll only get paired up with other drivers that also drive like morons. But it takes time to get there and you don't have to earn your way to a good sportsmanship rating. Like GT operates under the premise that people are good in nature and you have to show them that you are evil, which is wrong. Oh, oh Japan. Oh, Japan. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, it's so like I've, I've been. And, and it's always, like I said, it's always one lap and it's usually towards the end of the race. So that makes it even matter when you're, when you're racing for a specific position. So, but I just need to get into it more. I need to do more online racing because you get too used to the computer and the computer can drive like an asshole sometimes, but they do it in very selective ways, but they're also easier to catch back up on than a normal human player is typically. Um, I might as well mention this now. It's, I was going to talk about this later in the show, but uh, we talked, you know, GT drew a lot of folks ire 
last week because they decreased the payouts of a lot of races and, you know, combine that with the microtransactions in the game and a lot of people weren't happy. Well, they listened. Um, they released a blog post on the PlayStation blog uh, that talked about some of the some of the things that they're going to change in the game. Um, first, as a I'm sorry uh, to everybody, they gave all players a, a free million credits to use in the game. Uh, you had to have played the game before March 25th to earn these, and you have to claim them by like April 26th or something like that. But I got my free milli in in my in my bank account, which I appreciated. Um, but they also said that they that they wanted to be more transparent about the updates that they have coming for the game. Um, they said that in April, in early April, uh, they're going to be rolling out a patch. Uh, that's going to increase the credit totals to for a lot of the events in the game. Um, they said they're also going to increase rewards in the events in the latter half of the World Circuit. So the World Circuits are some of the later races that you run up against that are like series races um, where you you know racing multiple times in a row. Um, they're going to be raising the payouts of those events by up to approximately 100% on average. So basically doubling uh, those payments for those circuits. Um, they're going to have additional high rewards for clearing the circuit experience with gold and bronze results. So circuit experience is basically you can learn, they take you corner by corner through each track. So you learn how to race on each corner correctly. And then like you put it all together uh, with a whole lap and it's, and it's all like timed and they have like, you know, goals that you're trying to shoot for. It's kind of like the license test, but specific to each, each track in the game. Um, it's going to increase the payout for online races, which is enormous because right now online races don't pay out for shit. Um, they're going to be adding eight new one hour endurance races to missions. Uh, missions are, you know, they, they are what they sound like. They're like one shot missions that you can do in the game. Uh, so they're going to add some endurance races there. Uh, they're going to increase the upper limit of non-paid credit while credits and player wallets from 20 million to hundred million credits. Yeah. That's the other thing too. So your wallet caps out at 20 million uh, unpaid, like earnable credits in the game, but you can have up to a hundred million like credits that you buy with real money. So they're increasing the unpaid wallet to a hundred million as well. Uh, and then they're also going to increase the quantity of used and legend cars that are available at any given time. So like usually there's like 20 used cars and five legend cars that are available at any one time. So they're going to bump that up a little bit. And then they sit down the road. Um, like they're calling these near term updates, but they're not giving any like specific dates. Um, they're going to increase the payout of limited time rewards. Uh, they're going to add additional world circuit events. They're going to add uh, additional endurance races to the missions, including uh, the 24 hour races, which a lot of people like to have in the game, even though I can't fathom uh, performing those unless I can do it broken across several sessions yeah, somehow I was about to say how does that work man how does uh, that work? either either you do either you do it in tandem with people or you sit there for 24 hours and race <laughs> so, on, i mean it's it's a mission so you can pause it so i guess like you could pause it and just like kind of leave it in suspension but still that's a lot of that's a lot of racing um they're going to add online time trials to the game and they're going to also let you sell your cars, which is something that's been in other Gran Turismo games, but for some reason was not included uh, in this one, at least to start, which will help some of the issues. Because obviously in that game, you get a lot of cars that you earn through different words that you don't necessarily care to have because, you know, you there's other cars you want. 
So yeah, yeah. Nobody wants uh nobody wants a Ford Focus when they got a Bugatti in there. Uh f- excuse me, sir. My Focus RS is one of my favorite cars in this game <laughs> that I have been fucking tearing up the track with that I have tuned up to like a seven hundred uh PP car at this point that has like four that, that has like fucking three hundred and fifty horsepower and, and and can go two hundred miles an hour. So take your take your focus slander out of here, you fucking non-American buying piece of shit. I I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Uh nobody wants uh what was that what was that hatchback like hearse thing from the hatchback uh, oh like a PT cruiser? Yeah, nobody wants a. There PT is no. Cruiser. Yeah, there's no. There's no PT Cruiser in the game. There's one yeah. Plymouth. I don't remember. I, it's a classic model, though. I don't know what model it is off top. Of yeah, my head. nobody That's wants a PT game. Cruiser when they got a Ford Focus in their garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because my wife owned a Ford Focus once upon a time, and my and my and her mother owned a PT Cruiser once upon a time. <laughs> Ironically <laughs> enough. But see, that's what I love about Grand Theft man. Like you, like you get these, you develop these relationships with the cars in the game um, because you tend to not like race with every car you get because it it's not cost effective to do that. Cause you have to tune cars up to meet, you know, different parameters and different uh, races that you're doing. Yeah. So you tend to, you tend to find like five or six cars that you really vibe with and like, they feel special to you in, in a way that it's not the case in Forza where like, because they're just like shooting cars out of cannons at you, like every, every 15 minutes, <laughs> There's always something new to try. So um, while we're talking about PlayStation, uh, the much rumored uh, PlayStation Plus update uh, has finally been revealed by Sony, uh, even though it's not going to be rolled out until June. Um, for some reason, they felt the pressure to reveal it now. I feel like they could have waited till E3 time for yeah. this and done like a state of play, but whatever. Um, so before we get into the what's in this uh, what's in this pack? What's in these packages that they're offering? I have to, I have to bitch and complain about something. People out there, and and like legit journalists out there, are covering the story as dishonestly as as they possibly can, and it, and it annoys me. It annoys me. So we knew, right? We knew that Sony wasn't going to make that. They weren't going to pull a Microsoft and make all of their first party games available day and date on this service. Right. Like we knew that everyone. Yeah, I'm knew that. still I'm still amazed that Microsoft is still doing it, to be quite frank. Correct. Correct. So we knew that wasn't going to happen. Right. And yet when this news dropped and sure enough, that's not what happened. People still got upset about it. The same people that were like, oh, there's no way Sony's going to put them in there. When this news dropped, they were like, I can't believe Sony didn't put their put the, put their first party games in there. And a lot of the lead headlines that I've seen around this announcement have been Sony, you know, not including day one games with their with the new PlayStation Plus update. That's not what the story is about. Like, you can certainly mention it in the story and it certainly bears mentioning, but that's not the headline. You can even make you can even make it the strap line if you want to. But yeah, the headline is, is it's the headline, headline is that this thing exists now. Right. <laughs> like that's that's idiotic to me to sit there and automatically lead with what it doesn't have because and we knew it wasn't going to have it. We knew it wasn't going to have it. And I, and I guess that's the PR win for Microsoft for doing this is that 
automatically like your service is the thing that everything else is going to be compared against. And if it doesn't do exactly what you're doing, then it's going to be considered a letdown. Right. But it, but it annoys me. It annoys me. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Um, like I said, I, that doesn't necessarily detract from what this, well, it doesn't detract from what this is like Mm -hmm. this is. And the other one, the game pass is what it is. Um, but, and, and there are, so I'm very curious. Um, let's, let's go through it. Yeah. Um, PlayStation plus essential is the lowest tier. It's basically PlayStation plus as you know it right now. It is exactly right? what PlayStation, PlayStation plus as you know it right now. Right. Yeah. Um, is it, uh, yeah, you, it's 10 bucks a month or $60 a year yeah. as, uh, as per usual. PlayStation Plus Extra uh, gives you an additional. It gives you additional access to a catalog of up to asterisk uh, four hundred of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are, in fact, downloadable for play. That is. Fourteen ninety nine or ninety nine ninety nine. That is the price that Game Pass Ultimate is, um, and then PlayStation well, Plus Premium. Well, it's it's the price the Game Pass Ultimate is, not including the fact that you can get the PlayStation Plus tier at a cheaper annual or quarterly rate, which Game Pass does not offer. Yes, yes, Game Pass does not offer that. Which, I mean, I get it. But say they like, don't need to <laughs> right they don't right they don't yeah. need to um uh so that's the big that's the big difference there uh but one of the big differences and then playstation plus premium gives you all of that plus an additional 340 a, a games from the ps3 uh from the ps3 and ps2 catalog and I'm, and I'm original reading. playstation and psp apparently okay um as well as uh, a bunch of like you know cloud uh services uh the ps2 psp those things will be those games will be played in the cloud uh and limited time game trials are offered in this tier so you can play a demo or i would suspect a time locked version of you know uh a a full-fledged game and if then you if you like it, then you can buy it, and I would assume keep your progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's seventeen ninety nine a month or one twenty a year. Um, is this something for? I got to tell you, I don't think I'm going to take advantage. I, I don't think I'm going to get this outside of the basic tier. Um, is this something that uh, that interests you? You are a you are a a PlayStation. PlayStation is your preference. Mm. Uh, you are a connoisseur of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you the type to go back and want to play older games to the point where you were willing to pay this much for it? So here's the here's the rub. So for, first of all, my overall thoughts on the offerings on hand. Uh, I am perfectly whelmed with, with this offering. I, I like I said, it, it's about I mean, it's, it's exactly what was reported on by everybody. First of all, like all, all the all the reports that came out previous, you know, in the weeks previous got this bang on the money. They didn't know pricing, but they knew what the tiers would be. Um, yeah. 
I'm, I'm perfectly whelmed. I think it's good value for money. Um, the pricing is, is in line, right? Like, so 120 a year is the highest price point. Obviously is 1799 a month cheaper than, you know, or more expensive than game pass ultimate. Yes. Um, but who's, who, who's going to pay that, that $18 a month? Like you're going to buy it. You're going to buy it yearly. Like, like to me, that's a no brainer. Um, so in that, in that case, you're actually, it's the same price as game pass by itself is, and it's $60 cheaper than game pass ultimate. Okay. So it's tough for me, right? Because I usually am like you and I like playing the new hotness, but there's occasionally, you know, a game that I go back to that I missed for, you know, for some reason or another somewhere along the way. Um, a great example of this would be like, uh, Ghost of Tsushima would, was, would probably have been a game that would have been on this service around the time that I was looking to play it. I would imagine. Mm. So that would have been good value for money. Um, when I eventually get around to demon, want to get around to demon souls on PS five, that will probably be available through this service. Um, and, and make it worthwhile to play the way I kind of look at it is I'm paying $60 a year now for PlayStation plus it's an extra $60 a year to have access to all these games. That's essentially the price of one new video game. And am I going to get one new video games worth of value by having this stuff? Chances are pretty good that I will in most cases. So I, I at least probably see myself getting the, the extra where you can get, you know, the back catalog for PS4, PS5. But if you're going to get the extra, you might as well spend the extra $20 to get the premium, right? To get, to get the, the retro games and all that jazz. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at the, uh, I'm not mad at the yearly pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the yearly pricing is actually a pretty, pretty, it's pretty late. It's laid out pretty well. It's pretty good incentive. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm very curious to see what this catalog is. I'm yeah. very curious to see what this catalog is. Cause, um, in my personal situation, like I tend to only buy game. I, I try to only buy games that I have a feeling I really, really am going to enjoy mm-hmm. uh, or people that I, I buy games that like I that if you tell me something's good and you think I would like it, I'll buy it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, it's I don't know. I need to see this back catalog because I feel like I got everything I needed out of uh, my PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just can't see myself going back. Uh, and if I do see myself going back, I already have game pass. Well, but so, um, so here's, so here's the thing as well. And, and people don't mention this a lot and I'm surprised they don't. And I didn't really think about it until recently as well. So game pass, you get all the Microsoft games, first party, you know, yada, yada. That's all, that's all well and good. But when you look at what game pass has done so far, with what they've offered. Think about some of the other games, you know, Outriders when it first came out, The Ascent when it first came out, uh, Nobody Saves the World when it first came out. These were all games that were available day and date with Game Pass that you could get as part of your subscription. Just because we're not going to have Sony first-party games available on day one on the service, why can't they make third-party games available? on day one on the service. Why can't they go the same route as Microsoft and say, Hey, you know, we, you know, we want to cut you a deal to make this third party, this new downloadable game or this new indie game, 
you know, available on our system as part of our subscription service because we want you to play it on PlayStation. It is that I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's wild speculation. It is wild <laughs> and, speculation. Yes. And and until until there is a report uh that says something, I'm just going to assume that there is a dedicated back catalog of things that um are first and third party. And um yeah, I don't know. It just I I, I enjoy Game Pass enough that uh I'm not paying for I'm not paying for two services. Yeah. Uh I well, just and, can't. and to be fair, like Game Game Pass for me is very like it's such a good value for money at the month to month price. Like if if they had a yearly price, I would probably do the year at a discount. Oh, yeah. I would would love to do that. Right. But but the fact that I'm only using my Xbox for Game Pass means that I can I don't have a problem getting that month to month because I can just buy it when I want to use it and then I don't have to worry about like I can cancel it. Like I haven't had my game ever since Elden Ring came out. I haven't had my Game Pass subscription active because I don't need I don't need to worry about that right now. Like there's I'm playing my PlayStation right now. If I wanted to play my Xbox, then I'd you know re up my Game Pass subscription and play whatever whatever on there. So that that's good to be there while I need it. For me, like for the PlayStation, I don't know. I guess just having for an extra sixty dollars a year, just having the option to go back and check this stuff out. I feel like is, is a tempting thing, especially like the PS one and PS two stuff, because there's a lot of games that I haven't played in a very long time. And a lot of games that I never played, especially on PS two, because I was in my, like, you know, when the PS two was in its heyday, I was in my, like all I play is sports games phase (laughs) that I met, that I missed out on a lot of really quality titles that I might like to check out if they end up on the service here. I gotcha. So all in all, I think, I think what's on offer here. You know, trying to exclude myself from this, I think all in all, what's what's on offer is a pretty solid deal. Um, you know, the whole thing about uh, you know Sony's first party titles not being on there, like I get it, but at the same time, um, those games are good enough to buy, man. Like they they really and that, are, and that's the thing. Like people <laughs> are like people are like shocked that PlayStation's not doing this, and I'm like, bro, like. Horizon Zero Dawn, the first one, sold twenty million copies. Yeah, man. Like between, giving that away, man. <laughs> like for 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 a a brand new IP that for many years was only available on a on one platform, which was a console, and then it came to PC. But they sold twenty million copies of that game. Yeah, man. Why are they going to give that up? That doesn't make any yeah. sense. And like Jim Ryan came out there and was like, oh, like, you know, if we did this, it would hurt the development of our first party games and yada, yada. I don't necessarily believe that per se, but, it, but just from a bit, like he could have come out in there and said, we're making money hand over fist with these games. Like, why the fuck are we going to, are we going to yeah. not sell what them you, for six? What you're going to do? Yeah. Not buy God of War? <laughs> not buy, not buy <laughs> Spider-Man 2? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing it because we don't have to do it. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's an, it's it's insane that people that any that there was anyone that actually thought that they might like like that they think that Game Pass I is mean, such like this this fucking unbeatable deal that like everyone's gonna follow suit. No, not everyone's gonna follow suit. Microsoft did that because they have to. That's not yeah. Microsoft would have made that choice if they didn't have to do it. Microsoft did it because it's the only way for them to get back in the game and to get in fucking pants yeah. over the course of an entire console generation. 
I mean, they and got it, outsold. It, they got outsold more than two to one last it generation. Changed their, it changed their entire <clears throat> business model, right? Like they right. had to they had to do something and they had to do something drastic, right? And and look to their credit, it's it's a wild gamble, but apparently it is a big success. Well, but and and again, you, they had to supplement that gamble with, you know, a hundred billion dollars of studio acquisition money as right. well. You know, right. Right. <laughs> you know, like like Game Pass wouldn't be the unreal value that it is without, you know, here comes Starfield and here comes Elder Scrolls Six and right. here co- and 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 eventually Call of Duty and who and God only knows what. Like it like right. like it wouldn't be that amazing of a deal. If it wasn't for all these other games, if you just had Microsoft's first party studios, it would have been a pretty good deal. But I'm sorry, we're not we haven't yet seen the output from them at a at a hot at a at a qual quantitative level. Like they put out some quality games so far, but as far as the amount of games that have come out so far from those studios hasn't been that high. And we're hearing and we're hearing bad news about Perfect Dark and all that other stuff like that's not good. That's not good news. Look, the the only reason that I bought Game Pass was because I wanted to play Gears and I didn't know how long I would play it and I didn't want to dish out 60 to 70 dollars for it. And that's when I finally broke down and got this. But Game Pass had been around for a while, man. Mm-hmm. Game Pass had been around for a while and I was just like I do not see myself getting this. I'm not I'm not uh paying a service for games that I'm not going to play, but it, 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 but the only reason it got there was because of the first party thing. And like you said, if they didn't have to, they wouldn't have. No. But they had to because they had to get somebody like me Gears, to do it. Gears 4 sold really bad. I just have to let, make sure everyone is aware. It was really bad. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, and I mean, compared to the other games in the Gears series, like it was bad. I mean, I can tell you anecdotally, like I, I, I don't have, I don't think they ever released actual sales figures. But from an anecdotal standpoint, I remember when that release came and, I, you know, working at GameStop and the store that I was working at. Now, not that I wasn't at a busy store, but this was a store that got like 150, 160 Call of Duty reserves on average. You know how many Gears War 4 reserves that store had? 13. I, I'll never I'll never forget the number. <laughs> never forget the number. 13. That ain't good. That ain't good. That I mean, again, that that's one store, but that's a trend. That's 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 a trend. So, <laughs> yeah, my, Microsoft did that because they had to do it, and it is a little unfair uh, to expect Sony to to give that money away just because their competitor did it. Trust yeah. me, if they if they had to, like if the sales all of a sudden went downhill on PlayStation consoles and those PlayStation games, they would absolutely do it. Miles Morales. I want to say, like, I can't remember how many it sold, but it was a fucking lot. Like, like, like Miles Morales apparently has has been attached to, like, I don't know, like half to two thirds of PlayStations out there <laughs> or, so, or something along those lines. Or, or, or maybe maybe I, I, I forgot that game came out on PS4 as well. So I'm probably I'm probably uh, making it hyping it up more than it is. But my, Miles Morales sold a lot of fun copies of the game. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, so. man. So, um. Awkward transition. <laughs> Densepixels.com slash fans is where you can go to get invited to our Discord. Um, we have a lot of channels on there. Uh WrestleMania is coming up, and we have uh a wrestling uh channel. We even have a WrestleMania channel. 
that hasn't been looked at since uh, last year. Yeah, since last but, WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah, since last WrestleMania. But uh, if you still watch wrestling, wrestling has been kind of up and down. If uh, I'm we'll being have, very generous. We'll have, uh, we'll have more on that in the post office. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, hop on there and talk about wrestling uh, with us and with all of your friends who listen to this show. Go to YouTube.com slash Dense Pixels and subscribe when you do. Click the uh, bell notification icon to to be notified as to when we drop a new video. Uh, subscribe to all the TMP podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including uh, the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Coming Distractions, and the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Go to dustpixels.com slash premium for $5 a month, $50 a year. You can access all of the other podcasts, all of the back catalog of podcasts that we have, including the airing of grievances, the first seven seasons of Seinfeld, uh, where Jay and I talk about that show uh, and relate their wacky antics to uh, things that happen in our life. No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, which um, I kind of want to get back to in April. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll pick a date. Um uh, upstage conversation and the full hour and a half, two hour ish episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Very cool. Um, some news that was not surprising to many people out there. Uh, Breath of the Wild announced today. First of all, I'm a little freaked out. Number one of all of this, uh, all this industry news that keeps getting announced like Tuesday morning. We're on like a really <laughs> lucky streak right now. <laughs> that we haven't that we haven't gotten stuff dropping on Wednesdays right after we got done recording the podcast. So I appreciate it. Keep that going. Um, so yeah, Nintendo announced today Breath of the Wild Two uh, is coming to is going to come out next year. It's going to miss the window. Um, I was a little concerned about this when they announced the new Pokemon game that was coming out this fall. Uh, they don't usually like to have you know two giant tentpole releases coming out around the same time. Um, yeah. So not much here. The reason uh, I I wanted to spin this off into a different conversation, though, Um, even with Breath of the Wild uh, being pushed the next year, Micah, I think that pound for pound, this might be the greatest slate of Game of the Year nominees that we've ever had in a single calendar year. Now, I'm I'm obviously speculating on how good. God of War is going to be and how good Starfield is going to be. And, and, and we're hoping that those games are good, but I can't, I, I can't think of a more stacked uh, game of the year class uh, that we're going to run up against this year. So if, if you, if you, you know, I'm going to, we're the four that we're going with are obviously horizon Elden ring, um, God of War and Starfield. There'll be another game or two in that mix um, that we probably don't know yet what it's going to be. Tunic might get some nods. Who knows? Tunic, Tunic's getting a lot of buzz out there right now. Uh, you better put some respect on Forspoken's name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good joke, Micah. It's very good. Um, so I'm going to go back to 2014 because 2014 is when is, is how far the game award nominees go back. Essentially. I'm going to read you the slate of nominees each year, and you tell me if this is a stronger year than than the year that we are likely to come up against. So 2014, you had Dragon Age Inquisition, Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Hearthstone, and Shadow of Mordor were your nominees. Mm. No, this year's better. Uh, 
Next year, 2015, Witcher 3, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Metal Gear 5, Super Mario Maker. I mean, Witcher 3 was a Witcher 3 was a phenomenon. Uh, it was a really, really good game. Uh, if I had to compare it to Elden Ring, I mean, it's Elden Ring, guys. Yeah. Like, The Witcher tells a better story, but but Elden Ring. Uh, the, the Witcher tells a more coherent story. Elden Ring is a better game. Gotcha. Uh, 2016 was Overwatch, Doom, Inside, Titanfall 2, and Uncharted 4. Really? Yeah. Uh, not that, uh, not that there's any bad games in the mix there, but right. just, that, that seems like, that, that seems like kind of a down year. For, yeah, for, that seems in, like in a general. low year when, when yeah. like there's a movie on that list. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. 2017. So 2017, looking at the nominees here, probably going to be. I don't know, 2018 is pretty good, too. The, the, these are going to be probably the two stiffest competitions. So 2017, Breath of the Wild, Horizon 1, Persona 5, PUBG, Mario Odyssey. All right, that's a strong year, man. Yeah. That's a strong year because you got a, you got, you got have uh, a lot of different genres represented, and, and they are the pinnacle of what, the, of what those genres represent. That's a strong year. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. Uh, 2018, not to be outdone, uh, God of War, Odyssey, uh, Celeste, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead 2. I mean, again, that's another really strong year with, um, uh, now there are more, there are more of the same type of genre in that class. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, that's, that is, that is the, the triple A big budget video game like definition yeah you know what i mean minus like like celeste which is actually you know like like a games game you know what i mean but yeah. if you want spectacle that that is that is a hell of a year uh 2019 is probably not going to get it uh sekiro control death stranding resident evil 2 smash brothers and outer worlds no nah, that's a that's a that's a down year yeah uh, 2020 was Last of Us Part Two, Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. It's a pretty decent year. That's a that's an that's an okay year. Yeah, you know. pretty decent. Uh, the wrong game won, of course. Fucking should have been Hades. Still, still better about it. <laughs> and then uh, 2021, uh, definitely a down year. It takes two: Deathloop, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank, and Resident Evil Village. Yeah, but you know, this is a transition year. Yeah. You know what I mean. So. so I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think 2018 might be the clubhouse leader and it all hinges, yeah. it hinges on Starfield. I'm not even worried about God of War. It hinges on Starfield really. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not super excited. I'm excited for Starfield. I'm not super excited for Starfield just yet. Yeah. You know, I need, God, I, I need, for, man, 2017 though, too. Pub PUBG, I don't think like PUBG is there because of the zeitgeist around it. Like I'm pretty sure we could find a better video game from 2017 yeah. than PUBG. <laughs> um, so that like PUBG's presence kind of mars that list. Like 2018, I don't think that there's a game on that list that doesn't deserve to be there. Especially right. some some of those picks too. Like like uh, Monster Hunter World being on that list has aged very well. I feel like as well in terms in terms of that game. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I think it's 2018 until, until proven otherwise, but I feel like if any year is going to do it, uh, oh, it's, it's gonna be, this year, it's going to be this year. <laughs> 
Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, subscriptions on this show already. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about another subscription uh, coming from Rockstar, who has announced that uh, very soon Grand Theft Auto Online is going to get a subscription service called GTA Plus, which is going to be $6 a month. Um, and it's going to get subscribers new items and bonuses such as in-game cash upgrades and special discounts within the game. And GTA Plus members will have access to even better shark cards to get a better uh, bang for your buck when they decide to buy uh, GTA microtransactions. Um, <laughs> this starts this week. Uh, the, and, and this is only for next gen um, where they have uh, made GTA Online available as a standalone game for the very first time which is free to download right now. Um, but I would imagine it's going to be a paid game at some point. I think they said three months it's going to be free and then it's going to become a paid purchase for like 20 bucks. Um, but here, so here, if you get GTA plus, here's what you get uh, for, for this first month uh, you get 500 K uh, in, in game cash. Uh, you get, I, I'm assuming the, the Princip Principe Deveste eight is a car. One would assume uh, with a couple extra liveries. Uh, you're going to get some uh, gameplay updates at the auto shop in La Mesa. Uh, and you can relocate there at no additional cost if you're already set up somewhere else. Uh, your car meet membership fees are waived. And if you already have it, uh, you'll get reimbursed 50K in game. Uh, if you own a yacht, you can get the you can upgrade to the Aquarius Super Yacht at no additional cost. Uh, the frog t-shirts and Prolapse basketball top and shorts are automatically added to your wardrobe. So that, that pushed me over the edge, probably. <laughs> uh, the, you get a couple liveries for a few more vehicles in the game. Uh, selection of free paints and emblems for your cars. Uh, you get three times GTA dollars and, I guess, reputation on certain race series in the game. And two times your car meet rep in the street race series. Um, you have to claim these rewards from vendors in the game or you'll lose them which kind of seems obnoxious, but okay. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. And, uh, and again, it, this is going to be a recurring subscription. It looks like every month they're going to have uh, new, new stuff. Um, but there's still, but you'll still be able to play GTA online for free. Even if you don't buy this subscription, this is just, if you want the extra goodies uh, that comes along with this, I am not the right person to ask if this is a good value for money because I don't know anything about the economies of Grand Theft Auto Online. I have to imagine that the economy in Grand Theft Auto Online is is like is like some far flung future, right? <laughs> where everything is just like where inflation has just taken over and everything is just like like imagine like everything being paid in the style of the yen, but mm -hmm. times ten. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they 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 do give you four million dollars right away. When yeah, first, that's when you first start playing. Yeah, that don't that don't. <laughs> well, but you spend uh, it all because you have to buy a car and you have to get like right. a bunker and you have to like do like do this out of the other thing. So, yeah, I can't. I, I mean, I don't know why I am surprised. I guess I shouldn't be, but I am very surprised that this um, that GTA Online is the juggernaut that it is. Nine years uh, it's been around, if you can believe that. Almost. That is wild to me, man. Yeah. That is wild. Like, like that stuff like that is reserved for like f you know fantasy role playing games. And, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could argue that Grand Theft Auto Online is itself a fantasy role playing game. 
of it sorts. is it is it's just with all the dragons and stuff man yeah. like it's it's wild man. like i didn't think i when i picture mmos i don't picture the grand theft auto set you know yeah. what i mean like i you know but um and it's amazing because it's so big, but I have no, I, like I jumped in for, for like, uh, I jumped in for like a month mm-hmm. and I, I'm just, I got, I got bored and it was, it was, I don't know. It just wasn't for me, but it, it does seem so from what I've understood and what I've observed from GTA online so far, it is one of the most dependent on having people to play with like online games that are out there. Like, I I don't know how much fun there is to be had if you're just running around by yourself. Well, that ain't me. Yeah. It's not, (laughs) it's not me either. Like, like I, like in most MMOs, you can at least like play through the content and, you know, do stuff solo. Like they're they're you know, they, they cater to solo play. I'm sure there is stuff to do in GTA solo play. I don't know that any of it's fun. Um, it really does seem like a game that the most fun I've seen people have playing it is when they're playing with their friends. Yeah. So I I have no urge to try it at all. Like zero. No, not at all. It's not, not, it's not, uh, this isn't worth it. Uh, and it's not like that. I think I would get excited for it. Like, no, like it's not one of those things where it's like, don't play it because you'll get hooked. And then you'll, that's all you want to play. Nope. I uh nope. I think I think if you're buying shark cash every month in the game, like that's probably a good a good value. You know what I mean? Like I think if I recall correctly, if my if my GameStop memory serves, I think a five hundred thousand dollar shark card was like five bucks anyway. So for like two more dollars, you're getting a whole bunch of extra shit in the game that I assume you're playing, plus a better rate if you do buy additional shark cards. So um I guess it's good for that. I again, the amount of money they're making on this game is probably sickening uh, for, on a yeah. year to year basis. So, Jesus, yeah. Speaking of people making a <laughs> sickening amount of money, I didn't even mean to speak up <laughs> that, that worked that nice. slash Amazon. Amazon are the people making the sickening amounts of money. Let's put <laughs> yes, that out there right now. It's definitely not <laughs> it <us>. ain't us. <laughs> I mean, if you want to help, if you want to throw a couple of bums some change. Go to densepixels.com slash Amazon with all your Amazon purchases. Uh, when you do, you'll be uh, you'll be able to buy whatever nonsense you want. And um, and we get a little bit of a finder's fee, a very, very small amount. So please buy big. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, I, my for once. My wife has not recently bought anything. Uh, so I can't give you an, uh, an example of what you should buy at, uh, densepixels.com slash Amazon. Oh, nope. Wait, she did. Uh, you can buy yourself a born to love boys and kids pre-tied adjustable bow tie Easter holiday party dress up, uh, in black, green, and blue. Uh, you can get that for twelve dollars and ninety eight cents when you go Mike, to densepixels dot com slash Amazon. Mike, Mike just found out what his son is wearing to uh, Easter service I, this I, year. I legitimately <laughs> just found out. <laughs> kid, look, kid, kid, kids and bow ties are a great match. Bo, yeah. Bow tie, bow ties look cute on kids and cute on old men, and they don't yeah. look good on anyone else. So no, they don't. <laughs> 
No, they don't. <laughs> uh, even unless you're selling bean pies on Wabash Avenue, then maybe. But, yeah. Uh, or if you're wearing that, a tux, like that's that's the only stuff. And even and even then, like who's wearing a tux it, nowadays and not doing a not doing a necktie right. vest combination? Come on, exactly. Get exactly. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I wore a bow tie. With a I've never hat. worn a bow tie. I've never worn a God, bow tie. When, at when's all. the last time? So if I'm if I'm not counting, so our jazz band uniform in high school was like a wine colored uh, vest and bow tie combination. So I'm not counting that because that, that to me is just like standard dress. The last time I legit wore a bow tie was probably when I was a ring bearer in one of my cousin's weddings. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure. Cause even, even in my prom, I wore like a necktie. Cause even, even at the, at the ripe old, ripe young age of 15, I was like, <laughs> this is, this is the way to go. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm not some old man. I'm not some baby. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, there's a few new games coming out this week. Uh, we have our games with gold for the month of April. Um, look, it's not a great month. Uh, there's a game called another site that's available. Uh, Hugh, which is another one of these 2d platformers, which I've played. Hugh is not good. I got bored of Hugh within like the first hour that I played it (laughs) and I spent money on that game. Uh, outpost Kalaki X is a 360 game that's coming out, which I've never heard of. And then MX versus ATV alive, uh, is also available for the 360. Uh, so that's, there's your games gold. Um, as far as new games that are coming out, uh, the new Lost Judgment DLC is coming out to PlayStation and Xbox. The Kaito Files. Uh, Abermore comes to PC. Uh, Crusader Kings 3 is coming to next generation console. Uh, In Nightmare comes to PS4. WRC 10 makes its way to Switch. The Death Stranding Director's Cut comes to PC. Uh, Coromon comes to PC and Switch. Fix Fox comes to PC. Midnight Ghost Hunt comes to PC. Pirates of Gravite comes to PC. And Weird West comes to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. I knew this was on Game Pass. I didn't realize it was coming out to PlayStation as well. So Weird West. Yeah, so th- this is the this is a new um immersive sim uh from one of the from a few people that used to work at uh Arcane that worked on Dishonored. Um never mind. Well, but it's 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 a top down isometric game though, it, which is interesting. Uh, so okay, it looks cool. Um, I, I, I it looks interesting to me. So we'll see if I end up getting around to that. It's I know it's on Game Pass. So if I uh, if I have time uh, between Elden Ring and Grand Turismo, which is unlikely, uh, then I'll <laughs> check that out as well. Uh, to the Dense Pixels Post Office we go. Uh, Film Wander asks with the announcement of Triple H officially retiring. From in-ring competition, uh, what is your favorite moment from the Cerebral Assassin? So Triple H is uh, one of those guys that's like, like I I like Triple H, but I but I'm not like a, but like I'm not one of those people that's still hung up on like the Booker T thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same oh man, time, I was going like, to call it WrestleMania 19 is my favorite Triple H. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want Malcolm to come through the fucking speakers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Triple H is one of those guys where he's like, he's, he's always stood out, but he's never stood out for me. Like, mm-hmm. like he's not, he's not, he doesn't have the, he's a, he's, he's an almost got it guy. Like he doesn't have the swagger that Stone Cold had. He doesn't have, but he's got swagger. He doesn't have the, the, the vocal chops that the rock has. But he's not bad on the mic. He's he doesn't have the presence that Shawn Michaels has. 
but he does have presence. Like, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, uh, I, ironically, he is the B plus player. Yeah. <laughs> like he, you know, there's always someone who's just better than him. But like, if you, like, if you're picking teams and, and you want, you know, it, it's a game of two on two and you get first pick, you're going to pick the other guy first and then you'll settle for triple H. Yeah. So I don't know if I have like a, like a favorite moment because he's had some really like fucked up moments. That's true. Uh, like uh, what was it? Katie Vick and, and you know, Hey, wouldn't it be fun if I drugged your daughter and then married her? And like, it's just weird. You know, like the attitude there was real fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's funny that you say that because come to think of it, like if you go back and, look at all of triple H's like best matches, right? Like, like all, all, all the, all the tent pole match of his career. There's not a single person. There's, or there's not a single match I can, I can think of among his best where he elevated the other person. Usually it's right. the other way around. Usually it's someone that's elevating him right. to an excellent match, um, yeah. which is interesting. And it's something I never really paused to consider. Um, at any point, because like a lot of the matches where Triple H has been like the guy leading the dance have been relatively forgettable. Like, like, you know, Chris Jericho and him at WrestleMania 18 was a relatively forgettable match. Like, I don't remember almost anything from that match. And it was the fucking main event. Yeah. Of that card. Um, yeah. For me, uh, my favorite Triple H moment easily, uh, the Hell in a Cell match against the Undertaker at WrestleMania 28. Um, which was one of the, like, I don't like, I was fully bought in matches. Like I thought it was well played out. I thought it was legit that they were going to end the streak, including like the, the famous moment where Shawn Michaels super kicks the undertaker into a pedigree. Shawn Michaels is the referee, by the way, in the match for those, for those that forget. And, and so like, and you know, like, oh, you're like, it's, it's over now. Like Jim Ross, like, not like this, not like this. And then, and, and undertaker kicks out at like two and three quarters. And the entire fucking stadium, like, like, you know, the notoriously quiet stadium crowds because the, the noise doesn't get captured was like as loud as I've ever heard them. And like Shawn Michaels is like, <laughs> like, you know, freaked out and, you know, fell back into the corner. Um, and then like the three of them all walking out together um, was, you know, a pretty cool moment as well. So that that for me is my favorite Triple H moment of all time, for sure. Yeah, it, it's. I know this guy is like persona non grata, um, but before we found out that he was a sex pest and an asshole, Max Landis did a uh, a YouTube like video essay mm-hmm. about wrestling, and and it centered around Triple H, and it was super interesting in like that annoying like Max Landis kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but it was, but it was good. I'm not going to say it wasn't good just because I don't care for the guy, but I did enjoy it. And if you got 20 minutes, it, it sums up my feelings on Triple H, but without the love that he has for Triple H, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Well, and I will say too, like my appreciation for Triple H has grown by leaps and bounds. Yeah. Watching, yeah. watching the development of NXT. Essentially. Yeah. And, and yeah, hearing like, from people that he's helped shepherd along, 
um, and that he's given shots to and that he's helped develop and, and things of that nature. Um, there's a huge outpouring of support from folks, you know, that came up through the developmental system while he was running it. And it's a fucking shame that he seems to have pretty much kind of gotten pushed out of that. Um, yeah, man. By the like powers that whole, be. Like he, like that was his creation. Right. Right. And, and they just kind of dismantled and they, they, they did it. They did it dirty too, man. Like they, the guy had a cardiac event or whatever you want to call it. And, um, and they just decided, you know what? Let's just take this from out from under him, dismantle, but break it down, break it down, and then build it back up into something unrecognizable. Like, don't get me wrong, just because I don't, just because I think Triple H is the B plus player, that doesn't mean that like I don't have a lot of respect for that dude. Mm-hmm. Um, because because he pays it forward. And and he helps people and he he, you know, from all from all reports, he is he is the guy that really, really loves uh, the business of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like the best player coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. And again, he didn't start that way. Like people are going to be quick to point out like the yeah, quote unquote reign of asshole. terror. Yeah. Which, right. which I get, <laughs> I get, like, I totally understand it, but people can change and mature. Like you, like, like the right. guy that you were 20 years ago is not necessarily be the guy that you are today. People um, trip me out with that shit, man. Like, they do. You, like, <laughs> it's like you, you were the same way. Like, it, it, nah, man. The the person I was in the nineties is is very much different from the person <laughs> I am now. Like, I am ashamed of that. Which and is again, why I, I get, like, I get if you like, I get if people want to hold that against them still, and like if they can't get past that, I understand that. But you can't out of hand discount what came later just because you don't like the guy. Yeah, now. you gotta you gotta yeah. try to judge people as a whole, man. Not not just for not just for the good they did, not just for the bad they did, but like as a whole, man. Yeah. Uh, John asks, uh, with WrestleMania being less than a week away, do you give a shit? <laughs> now, I you did not. I, I did not realize this was in the post office when I responded because um, I thought it was just in the general thread. I wasn't paying attention. Um, so I, I gave a response. But now I can elaborate on this response. I'm probably not watching it live this year. I'll be honest, like I'm not I'm not in the mood for two nights and, you know, six hours of a WWE show with with the way the product has been over the past couple of months. I'm just not excited for it. And there's a couple matches that seem like they're going to be cool that have good builds. Um, But I'm not excited for it. Like people are getting hype about like fucking Seth Rollins and probably Cody Rhodes. And I'm just not excited for that. I don't want I don't want Seth Rollins to lose to Cody Rhodes. But he's going to. <laughs> so I usually keep wrestling on in the background. Mm-hmm. Like it's no longer. It used to be appointment television for me, even during like the. And I'm not talking about just like the Attitude Era stuff. I'm talking about like a couple of months ago. Like I used to just watch it. And now I just kind of keep it on in the background. And now I've found myself not watching on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And now I found myself not even keeping it on in the background on Mondays. Like I had no idea that wrestling was on last night and, yeah. and wrestling wrestling has been coming on Monday nights for 30 fucking years. <laughs> and it just didn't, and it just didn't affect me. Like I get all my wrestling news from YouTube now. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm, so to answer the question, I'm not exactly uh, excited about mania. But um, I but I will keep it on in the background. 
Um, I'll probably be playing Elden Ring on my main monitor. <laughs> I'll have I'll have wrestling on in a window on one of these two monitors. And um, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not super excited for it. Like uh, because because WWE isn't going to give me what I want, and all I want is matches that don't end with shenanigans. Well, not not only that, but like say what you will. I, and and again, I know they're trying and, and I don't like, I don't hate Baron Corbin, but like, look, look where like drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley were last year and yeah. look at where they are this year. Like, like drew McIntyre has been in this like shit feud with Baron Corbin for several months. Bobby Lashley lost his belt and got written off TV and he comes back so he can fight Omos. Really? Like, like, is that like, that's, that's what we're doing with Bobby Lashley. Like Bobby, Bobby Lashley finally pulled himself up to, to be the main event, like to be a, a legitimate main eventer and someone that I was excited to come out and watch wrestle in the main event. And now he's fighting a fucking, you know, no, no disrespect to Amos, but like, I can't see a dude that's like seven, five and just not assume that he's like a sideshow act essentially. Yeah, wrestling. he's I mean like th- this this is part of the carny thing that WWE does, yeah. right? Like cuz they want that they want that like airport thing, right? Where you see him in the airport and you and you do a double take, right? Like I and I don't mind like like I don't mind that, but like yo, you got to work too, man. Like And that's the like, thing like like I I I haven't seen an Omos singles match. I'm assuming that his moveset is a lot of clotheslines, probably some body slams, probably like, you know, like beeling a guy across the ring and body you know. slams are kind of pushing it, Brad. Body <laughs> slams are kind of pushing it. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of throwing little guys around, man. Like yeah. I don't think I've ever seen almost lock up. Right. Like <laughs> you know, like it's it's him lumbering around and it's it's like it's like a video game boss, you know. Like yeah. and, and again, like Bobby Lashley should murder this guy on right. at, in, like, in WrestleMania. Be, like, why is this gonna be a match, yo? This yeah. should be the quickest match ever. But, and like um, like Bianca Becky Lynch, I'm gonna make time for and and go yeah. back and watch that because they're because they're building that match nicely and that's cool to see. I'm not excited to watch Ronda Rousey wrestle against Charlotte Flair. I'm really not. Yeah. I'm really not. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a fine match because Charlotte Flair can carry anyone to a good match, but I'm not excited to see it at all. I'm ex- I'm excited from the from the from the point of like you get to see Ronda on a big stage in an actual one-on-one match, yeah. right? Whereas, you know, the the last time they were at WrestleMania it was a three-way and I, you know, didn't really want that. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see what she does, but like not not enough to like hold my attention from like killing a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get it. So unfortunate all around. Um, and again, like, you know, I've got zero interest in NXT now, like all the people that I like in NXT are not there anymore. Really? Yeah, NXT, <laughs> yeah, is, I mean, NXT is a shit show, man. Yeah. NXT is, is a legit, uh, is a legit soap opera now. Yeah. Like it's a soap opera with like wrestling in it. Like there's one character who's just like, like the gimmicks, yo. like the, like these are street fighter gimmicks, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like these are like, these like, are like, like the fucking, terms, like man. the Italian guy that literally goes yeah, around man. like, Oh, forget about it. Like that fucking yeah, dude. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Like it is. It is like it is back to the fucking eighties, like with Spark E plug and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it, it's just a it's just a clown show, man. Unfortunate. Very very unfortunate. Um, and then finally, Cam asks. Uh, Sessapona has been revealed to be revealed while he is in the ring at WrestleMania. Uh, if you had to rank your top three Cody alternates for this spot, who would they be and why is Shane McMahon number one? I don't need to see Shane McMahon on my television ever again, much less in a singles match. Yeah, no, man. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would be my top three? So I'm assuming Cam wants realistic alternatives. Like, not like I can't say like Adam Cole because Adam Cole's an AEW. Yeah. People in WWE. Okay. Or, you know, if you know anybody that's uh, between companies right now. And, um, and I don't look. I think. Oh, well, uh, okay. So Johnny Gargano would be, would be number one, probably, or, or he's in the top three at least. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he's between companies, technically. Yeah, technically he is. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Like Seth has kind of been around the block a few times. Yeah. Um, and he's really good. Like I find, I find him, I find him and his character a bit annoying. But like I understand that that's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not mad at. It's not go away heat for me. Um. Whereas Becky is just go away heat, but never never mind. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, he's kind of been around the block a few times, so I don't. Uh, I'm actually excited to see. I'm actually excited to see him and Cody kind of go at it, just to just to see how Cody kind of readjusts to the WWE style. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like AEW style is a little more. A little more hard hitting and uh, a little more loosey goosey. Whereas I feel Seth feels like a guy who choreographs everything in his matches to me. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very curious to see how these two kind of mesh. Also, I think the real question is does Cody come out with, you know, his WWE, wow, you smoke me. <laughs> Or does he come out with like there's more than one wrestling royal family? Like, like <laughs> what is he? What does he come out at? What does he come out to? Or does he come out to whatever the fuck Stardust came out to? I don't know. <laughs> what, what if he came out to the Dusty Rose theme? The WWE? He's just yeah. a common man. <laughs> uh, trivia, trivia note: yeah. that's on my workout jogging list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got a good beat. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not I gonna like, fault I you like, for it. I like that song. I'm man. not gonna fault like you it. for it. Break a dream. It's a good, it's a good song. Like I said, shit gimmick, but a good song. Uh class, classic WWE theme. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, Johnny Gargano is the only person that I would want to see in that spot that I that I that could be in it. Um. I can't, I honestly can't think of anyone else, partially because my, like, my attuneness with the industry is at an all time low right now. But, uh, but also just because I can't think of anybody else that would be, you know, any, any like forbidden door candidates, like any like fucking impact people that that they can sensibly bring in for this shit. (laughs) I don't even know who's in impact for fuck's sake. 
Yeah, Mickey James. That's all I. That's, yeah, that's what that's what that's what WWE told me. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what would be, you know, what would be an awesome, uh, fucking match. Actually, like, like, and, and a cool surprise. And like, it's not possible to happen, but because of who he is, and because of the current gimmick that he's rocking in AEW, there's like a point five percent possibility. If like Chris Jericho were to somehow like come, like come in one night only just to wrestle Seth Rollins, that would be pretty cool. Well, now that he stopped drinking and doesn't have that god awful, yeah, look at that. Like, uh, get get, get back on the DDP yoga and, and lay off the sauce and not uh, yeah, not man. be head not be neck deep in fucking government conspiracy theories, and you too can yeah. get your work off that weight. So, not that I'm yeah. one to talk, but you know. No, no, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was he was he was looking rough there for a while. But now, now, now he looks like a he looks like a superstar. Yeah. So that, like I said, not possible, but like there's a point zero 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 one chance possibility that that could happen. It would be really cool if it did. <laughs> uh, that is it for the post office, which means that that is it for the show. Um, so yeah, don't don't expect like your typical. WrestleMania recap next week from us. Yeah, no, no, because we're just not feeling. We haven't been feeling the WWE this uh, the, for the last year or so, um, and it's their fault, quite frankly. Um, yeah. Make sure you, but make sure you still go to densepistols.com slash fans. Join the Discord. I'm sure uh, that you guys in the Discord that are watching WrestleMania will be in the chat while it's going on, so you guys can talk amongst yourselves about the happenings. Uh, that are going on the screen. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this show and all the other shows uh, wherever you get fine podcasts out there in the world. Uh, make sure you follow us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash dense pixels and click the subscribe button. Uh, make sure you go to dense or sorry, twitch.tv slash dense pixels to follow the channel there. Me and Jay are still trying in vain uh, to figure out the login information <laughs> for, for the dense pixels Twitch account. Um, Cause we don't know what email address it's linked to. Which is unfortunate, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna figure that out so we can start using the fucking thing. Um, and then also make sure you follow us individually. I'm Dense Pixels Brad. Carrie is up. It's Carrie. Terrence is Apparition Four Ten. Uh, Micah does not use Twitch because he would never do it if he uh, even if he had it. So well, he does. I have mean, it, mine is. Uh, I do have it. It's Dense Black Nerd, but I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get on and just start talking. Right? Like I, that's not my personality. Yeah. If if uh, if one of these guys gets on Twitch and they want to play some games, then I will be more than happy to come on and we can yuck it up, uh, have some witty banter uh, while you watch us play some video game. Yeah. If we if we can figure out the login, I do plan on streaming um, at least trying to do like the the watch along with the F1 races. Um, mm-hmm. Not not next race, because next race uh, is in Australia, which means that it's airing at one o'clock in the morning uh eastern time so that's that one i'm not gonna be watching live unfortunately uh, but we'll look into doing it <laughs> possibly after that going forward so we'll see what happens there or will there i stay up until 3 a.m i, mean, I feel like race. i feel like staying up from one to three is, a is bit relatively it, 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 yeah it, it's a bit much but you know it's doable it's on a Saturday, like Saturday into Sunday. Oh, it's on a Saturday? You don't, work on, you, don't work, you don't work Saturdays and Sundays? No, yeah. you can do it. 
Yeah, it was a school night. Uh, I, I mean, re- regardless, not doing the watch along at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, on, yeah, on yeah. I, that, that, that I can promise <laughs> you, uh, regardless of whether I decide to watch the race live or not, um, or do the adult thing and just catch the replay in the morning. We'll see. <laughs> um, that's it for us. Thank you guys very much for watching and listening. We'll see you all the next time. See you.